So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, everybody. What's up? This is O.L. What's up, everybody? This is Sway. Yes, you are listening to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. This is episode 18, right. and that means it's episode 18. That's what that means. What That's what that about? means. That's what 18 means. Okay. Yeah, so this one we're going to be talking and sharing with you guys about keys to identifying your gifts. Now, hang on before you think that is a um, no-brainer. Actually, no. knowing what your gifts are are not a no-brainer. And I can tell you right now that many, many people, including myself, mm-hmm. have had times where I was like, okay, what am I good at? And right. how does that really fit into what it is that we're trying to do? So we're going to talk about that mm-hmm. right about now. Yeah, so... I think um, one of the biggest things we have to just realize, too, of course, we know that there's more than one gift that we have and that we operate in. But the that's thing, a good one. That's a good one? Because okay. most people might think there's just one, one gift, but that's right. a good There's one. more than one gift. Um, so the thing is, though, I think the big issue, sometimes we can get so excited. As, as entrepreneurs, we can, we can dive right into whatever is like right ahead of us mm-hmm. without really taking time to hone and craft our craft. Right, like That's good. It, that, there's a difference between crafting your craft and then crafting the business of your craft, right? So as entrepreneurs, we can easily just get thrown into either end of the spectrum, and usually those who just work so much on their craft, there are that that and they don't work on the craft of their business. That's usually what that goes, how that goes. That that type of person is excellent and uber talented and gifted and and, and really. And, you know, at the top of their game when it comes to their craft, but the business, their bank accounts don't show that. Or then you have may have somebody who's doing really well or um, really established in business, and they they haven't. They're just like working with raw talent, right? And they can even they could accelerate and go so much further if they were to work on their craft. So we just want to come um, from that perspective of really just like a balanced perspective of like being well um, skilled, um, highly skilled in the craft, as well as highly skilled in the business of a craft. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And tying that into the gift. And tying right? it into right. the gift. Yeah. No question about it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So here's the deal. Listen, a lot of married um, entrepreneurs are usually kind of confused about this because mm-hmm. about their gifts. But what they don't realize is, is that it's actually an underdeveloped talent. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we have yeah. talents that are underdeveloped, um, they can go unnoticed. Yeah. They can go off the radar. Right. Because oftentimes when we look at somebody who's doing something, we're looking at somebody, especially if they're doing it well and they're mm-hmm. being well compensated, just know if you're looking at somebody who's being very well compensated at the, at the top of their mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. you're not looking at just a talent, you're actually looking at a skill. Right. So a lot of times we yeah. look to operate on that level and we, and we think that it came to a degree, naturally for them, and mm-hmm. to a degree it did, except for mm-hmm. all of the years of development. So you and I, all of us, we have talents that have that may not have been developed, and therefore they're hard to see. Mm-hmm. So one of the biggest problems within um, you know, entrepreneurship, especially with married entrepreneurs often, mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. they're not making time yeah. for personal development of the gift. And I get right. it. You're busy. Right. There's children. Right. There's this. There's that. There's parents. Right. There's family and so forth. So all these things coming at us, right? 
Who has time to read books? I get that. Mm -hmm. Who has time to take trainings and workshops and classes and so on mm -hmm. and so forth? But I'm going to tell you right now, until you realize or uncover what those gifts are and then develop them to mm -hmm. scale level, yeah. that'll always be the source of the problem. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about this. And I think when we tie this into also um, being married, I think it's so important to understand um, what your spouse's gifts are and it's easier like we're equally called, as important we're called as as married entrepreneurs to speak and to call out what we see inside of our spouses and uh, our spouse we have one right <laughs> let's make that plain <laughs> there is only one so um to call out to and to speak life into the thing in those places our spouse may not even see that there is life in there and oftentimes the thing about the gift is we don't really even see it being a gift why because it becomes it's so easy to us it's like something that we can do in our sleep and we don't even recognize it as being a gift. Many times we don't recognize because many of those gifts that we're talking about are um, our gifts are like are intangible. You know, it's right. not like, oh, I'm a highly skilled um, painter, you know, mm -hmm. or, or visual artist or um, or a dancer. These are the things that you can actually like experience with your eye in that sense. But many gifts that we are talking about um, are, are just gifts are gifts that you can't necessarily experience on a stage, but they bring some major results in your business. And we like to call these gifts our money makers. No doubt about it. So you definitely want to make sure that you're um, identifying them within yourself as well as within your spouse. Ding, 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 ding. Yep. Let's keep it going. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we know firsthand. We know firsthand <laughs> what it's like. We know firsthand what it's like to fall short on developing um, yourself as an entrepreneur. And there's a lot of reasons why for that um, because I can tell you right now, mm -hmm. we've had challenging schedules, yeah. um, long days, mm -hmm. um, things that were definitely pulling at us that really demanded our attention or so Always. we thought. And we yeah. didn't have time to develop them. And what happens is you don't realize it, but that can go on for weeks, months, and even years. And when the years go by, you'll be thinking to yourself, man, I've been trying to do something for a long time and I get so frustrated, I hit mm -hmm. this brick wall. It's because you haven't taken the time to develop it. So you have to literally make time to do it because yeah. time is not going to just say, hey, I'm ready for you to develop yourself. That's not right. going to happen. So we've definitely been in that situation before. Yeah, so, well, that's pretty much the credibility part, just mm -hmm. talking right in, about, like, what our experience are. We always like to give some of our background um, concerning whatever it is that we're talking about just to give some insight um, that we're just not kind of just talking out the, out the side of our necks and yeah. not knowing, you know, we're really um, in this, have been, been in this boat and struggle to to overcome the um, the, the the temptation, the temptations right. <laughs> to not, um, to not actually hone and take time to hone our gifts. And as we've been growing over the years as a married couple, as well as entrepreneurs, I've noticed like great, um, great clarity that comes the more we work at it. And the clearer we get with um, these gifts and understanding what they truly are, then um, really it's, it makes it that much easy that much easier to tap into um, our money makers. Like, t okay, now how can we use these gifts? How can we best use these gifts at their highest level of efficiency in our businesses? Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. And I mean, just for, after years for us, just working with large scale institutions as a married couple, mm -hmm. and you know, even having coaching clients who were married, right, mm -hmm. and seeing them and them land large contracts, that's yeah. just all, and do it without sacrifice. That's, right. I want to point that out. Yeah. Um, nobody did it, and they had to sacrifice put their marriage yeah. on the back burner, okay? Yeah. So that's yeah. that's important to Other know. Other things were sacrificed, though. Other things right. were sacrificed. 
Yeah. But not the marriage. Not the marriage. That's, Absolutely. That's the main thing. Yeah. So we're going to be just talking about our background and not just our background, but then also giving you all some things that you can really be able to walk away with. Um, at the end of this episode today, you're going to be able to walk away with um, just some key things, some practical steps you can take to get, to getting even more clarity. Because at this stage in the game, we're sure that you probably know, have a, a, some type of idea of where your gifts are and what that means. And it's not just about you, but then also having this conversation with your spouse and so you all can really tap into each other's gifts and really intentionally do that versus just kind of going through life and just dealing with it. You know, going, what do they call it when you just kind of, um, you don't have really planned out. You're just meandering, like, meandering or, or don't know. There's another phrase I was thinking about kind of just going with the, not going with the wind, but you know, just, um, going with the flow, rolling with the punches, kind of taking yeah, it kinda, as it comes. Yeah. That, that whole, that's the gist <laughs> of what I was trying to say. Anyway, Drifting. so. <laughs> Yeah, instead of doing those things that he just kind of threw out, we really want um, to just share some steps that we know have been helpful for us um, throughout this process as we continue to grow um, in our gifts and continue to, to, to discover. Because just because we understand what our gifts are, that doesn't mean we've discovered fully. Like, we're always honing, and as we continue to hone, we get a better idea. And I think one thing of... Um, this is kind of a bonus, a pre-bonus, I guess I would say, of understanding what your gifts are is being clear about what they are not. That's so <laughs> you know what good. I mean? You can say like, that again. Um, I don't know if I can repeat it just like that. So I'm just, I'm not going to do that. But you all can <laughs> rewind this if you like and, re- and then play it again. But it, that's one of the ways that I've built my businesses is realizing, especially my staffing firm, my um, tutoring company that I started when I was 16, the staffing when I started when I was 19, um, the consultancy um, when I started in my early 20s. You know, all these different companies I got better and better at, primarily because I realized from the previous business, I didn't like how that went down. I don't like doing that that way. Or this is not my real gift, my real talent over here. Or I don't want to do this. I used to have the grace for this, but I don't have the grace for that no more. So maybe that wasn't a gift in the first place because I just don't want to do it. I don't know. But whatever it is, as long as I think we're understanding where we are and not really trying to force ourselves to do something just because it has to get done um, or, or, or in the sense. Now, there are some things that do have to get done, like payroll. I've got to get that done. That is not my gift. But <laughs> I outsource those things. But I'm not talking about that. I'm really talking about just in, like, the business itself. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? <laughs> you know, what are you two doing? And how does it? How do your giftings tie together? And they're the obvious ones. But then I think the true riches, is the sweet spot, is tapping into the ones that are not so obvious. Yeah. And then you can really articulate that. And when you can articulate it, that's a sweet spot for your your messaging and your business. Yeah. You know, I think about all of my previous jobs, just even being in sales. I learned that my gift is not the gift of, of administration. Mm-hmm. Um, I despise paperwork. I mm-hmm. understand the necessity of it and for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not something that I enjoy. Um, is in, unless it's a document that's related directly to a deal, to a, a sale. To some money is what he's talking about. But I, <laughs> but I, but I learned that, you know, just coming through um, the real estate industry, coming through banking, and then being able to actually, you know, get awarded on an, on an international level, you know, within banking and find out and discover, you know what, this is really what I'm good at, building relationships, yeah. making recommendations, and then seeing those things through to fruition. I thoroughly enjoyed that. So, you know, again, know what you're good at, know what you're not good at, and make, make that delineation. And don't try to be good at something that you're not good at yeah. just because you may see somebody being celebrated in that area. Right, that's good. Say that one more time. 
Don't try and be good at something that you're not good at just because you may see somebody else being celebrated in that area. And let me say this as married entrepreneurs, don't try and be good at everything or in areas that your spouse is good in mm -hmm. because you want to do that. Mm -hmm. If that's not your core competency mm -hmm. and that's your spouse's core competency, let them play that role and let, do that. Let them be great. Let them be great and you be great at what you're at. That's yeah. how the team's going to win. Yeah, and I think it's important. I'm glad you said that because I think it's important that we try not to morph our spouse into who we are. And, so and, good. And, you know, yes. we don't respond the same way to troubleshooting to problem solving you and i are totally different when we look at solving a problem when we look at getting a task done we may come to the same conclusion but 99.9 percent .9 of the time we're going to go about it in a different way and so i'm coming to just like appreciate the difference in that in that and not just being transparent not trying to change you to say well how come you didn't say it this way even though i know you're saying the same thing at the end of the day but how come you didn't go about it this way how come you know like forget it why like what's the point of us thinking the same way like then i just should just marry myself if i wanted to do that right yep. so that's um I you just ever heard the saying if two people are the same then one of them is irrelevant or one of them is a copy or yeah. somebody lying yeah right anyway yep. that could be a whole other <laughs> episode okay so real quick so let's go for some real quick ways for you all us what we've used i want to share with you um, to tap deeper into understanding what your gifts are. If you're yep. kind of like, yeah, I kind of, I have an idea. Like I enjoy doing this, this, and this. But, but I'm not really is, sure. Right. And that doesn't necessarily mean that's your gift, right? right? Because you can be like, oh, I enjoy training others. I work out and I enjoy training them. That may be like a, a result of your gift, but your true gift is really a teacher, right? Because you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're teaching and you're training others. Your true gift is probably an encourager because you're encouraging them and you're pushing them you're a coach right so you know you can do that gift in different ways and so how um i believe god has created each of us he's given us the core gifts and then we integrate um those passions with those gifts and they come out looking a certain way but sometimes we kind of um get confused with what a gift is and what like the result of a gift is or how it's right. expressed but how you do a thing can be expressed in, in, in a multiplicity of ways. Right. So what you're saying is just because you're good at something, it may not mean you can teach it. Or just because you can teach something, it may not mean you can actually do it well, quite I, well, that way. Well, kind of. But I'm really just saying that, that gift in that situation is teaching. It's not just being the trainer. Right. I was taking the principle. The principle could apply either way. Because there's people who are good at something, but they may not be good at teaching what they're good at. Well, that's a different gift. Right. So that's I what I'm just, saying. Right. Right. Well, I was saying a trainer. Of course, somebody can be working out, but that doesn't mean they're a teacher. So I was just talking, taking the example of somebody being a trainer. Is that what, Are we saying the same we thing? Exactly saying, okay, we exactly are saying we're saying the exact same thing. thing. That's, okay. that's my point. <laughs> Okay. I was thinking the sound, concept. It just sounds a little different. So I just wanted to make sure I didn't agree to it if I didn't really understand that we were saying the same thing so anyway <laughs> so the first point to identifying your gift is you want to examine any and all previous experience for me it was the awards and the accolades and the promotions that i received mm -hmm. in the area of sales that was a affirmation and a confirmation that right. this was something that i was good at so that's really what you want to do for me that height of that or the mm -hmm. pinnacle of that was actually when I received a pinnacle award mm -hmm. for production, which in the banking world means productivity or output or sales. Making and so, money for the bank. The and so that was 
that was um, a confirmation and an affirmation for me. So you want to examine any and all previous experience mm -hmm. and then what awards or accolades have you received in any roles held at any previous jobs? Right. And then I would, can I take it one step further? Sure. So with that, once you're looking at those rewards and it doesn't have to just be, I would say like, um, traditional like an award ceremony no, absolutely. Right? it can be people speaking well of you in absolutely ways. and then it could be referrals people be referring you people refer you that's a height then, of a reward yeah and then you want to look at like what is it like that job that pinnacle award that you received mm -hmm. um it was in sales right as mm -hmm. a top producer for international bank so in that regard so some someone could easily say oh you're gifted in sales well i think that's more like the talent that the the, the mm -hmm. what do you call it like the fruit of that gift mm -hmm. the and outcome. so the outcome of that gift but really, the core of that gift is what really what we want to tap into because then you can take the core of that gift and use it anywhere, which is what you're doing now. And so the core of that gift really comes down to communication. Absolutely. Communication. Mm -hmm. And you know what else it was? As, it? You said, as you said, as I'm realizing, it was really being able to see opportunities yeah. and uncover them and then tap into them and recommend them. Mm -hmm. So actually, I guess in one word, prospecting. Being able to see an opportunity for somebody and then matching them with that opportunity. But that's, you're layering the gifts then too then. So really, I would say like troubleshooting and then communicating. Because you can, you, mm -hmm. you can prospect, you can see something, but then... But you're not able to communicate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I agree. That, yeah, so I was just going off the communication and you're talking about the actual, the, having the eyes to see the, right. the opportunities, mm -hmm. which is what entrepreneurship is all about too. So... Yeah, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. So that was an example of um, tapping into our gifts based on what you've done in the past. And another um, way that you can tap into understanding um, what your gifts are, are um, what people have been asking you for. Like, what has the market been asking you for the most? And um, we have some notes here in our in our episode for our podcast notes for this episode and so some of the the notes explain like some of the things that people have asked me for have led to my different businesses and i think that's um that ties into what we were just talking about with you like even for the staffing i didn't even i started a business on acts every business my first two businesses that i started were an accident <laughs> by the time i got to my third business i was like oh okay let me see i've done this a couple of times so i think this is what this is about to turn into a business like let me do it for real for real um but every time i was asked to do something it was something different However, it was there were both of the opportunities were dealing with children. I had no idea I had a knack for working with kids. Like I had no idea that that was even a thing um, until I was I, I was in college and I was told that I could um, they were going to pay me to, to teach and that's when my staff my started my staffing firm and I was put into a room of like twenty five kindergartners and I was like whoa okay no training no nothing it was just like go do it you know and. And I, I lived to tell about it. So, and I really enjoyed it. And I kept going back. And I didn't realize that that was even a gift. That was even a thing. And so others were like, girl, really? Like, how'd you do that? And I didn't realize that was even an, a, a thing. So tying that into like what people, that all started with what people saw. Like people were asking me for something. So I think it's also important to look into what the market is asking you for. That doesn't necessarily mean that's what your lifelong purpose is, but it does tap into um, something that's in there that can be used in different ways in different seasons. Yep. Definitely. Okay. And the third thing you want to do is you want to look at what theme um, of problem solving have you been most drawn to? Many of us um, are drawn to certain problems or drawn to certain 
opportunities to provide a solution. And uh, oftentimes the market asks us for, and let me say market, Mm -hmm. it may not necessarily be someone as in a paying customer. Mm -hmm. For many of you, you do this stuff in your family on a day-to-day basis. You've done this since a child. You've done this since high school. This has been a theme that has followed you all the way up to current. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that you are, as you know, all of us should be doing is examining what problem-solving themes or concepts have we been drawn to. For yeah. me, as an example, mm-hmm. I wanted to see people who were communicating understand what the other person was saying. <laughs> so I take communication very seriously. And so I think that's very important. You want to look at that for your own life. What types of problems are you drawn to instinctively? Right. So I think these are some really good points that um, I think they're really good. Maybe I'm biased, but we've been through them ourselves, and I know that they um, really help um, other other couples, other people as they're building because um, so often there's so much coming at us that we don't even stop to think about what are these gifts and what am I doing with them, and then how am I using them, and then what is my husband or my spouse, you know, what is your what is my spouse doing um, with their gifts, and how can I help them? How can I help them tap into that? Because as you're helping one another, you know, a beautiful thing begins to happen, and you all really begin to build each other up, um, not just only in the marriage, but then as a result, the the, the business benefits from that as well. So just as a quick recap, um, I would say examine uh, on tapping into your gifts, examine any and all previous experiences. Um, the second one is what solutions, ask, answer this question, what solutions has the market been asking you for? And then the third one is what um, type of theme or problem solving have you most been drawn to what has drawn you the most and really look at the core of that and you may have to start with a very very like surface on top of surface answer and then continuously drill down yeah drill down 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 until you get to that core and then you'll be able to see oh i like doing this across the board whatever it is and so it just and then you can see how you can tie that that's your money maker right there that core thing is your money maker and once you clarify that, that also clarifies your messaging um, in your business and whatever business you're going to start even after that. It just makes things so much more clear because then you have more confidence. You're like, wait a minute. I've been doing this thing my whole life since I've been in this earth realm. <laughs> I've been doing this thing because that's just something that you do naturally, right? So um, that's really important. I would say one other quick bonus that I want to make sure we share is with them is um, – an assessment that we took that we took a few years ago really helped us and gave us some insight, which was a Kobe index. C. C. I think. Yes, yeah, C. Mm-hmm. I know we've mentioned it before on another on another episode, but that's been really helpful for us just to really get insight on um, what exactly um, our 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 instincts are individually, and then how that ties into how we like to spend our time and our energy. The best way to do that. Um, it's Kobe with the K K O L B E index C. All right. There you guys have it. Don't forget to subscribe. Yes. Write. Yes. And review. review. There we go. We I think I done. said the same thing. A review Wait, is writing. Right. Actually, subscribe, <laughs> rate, and review. There you go. There you go. The there you go. All right. Oh, right. It's like W. But anyway, yeah. So thank you all for coming through. We'd love to hear back from you. Um, stay connected. If you all haven't gotten into our Facebook group, make sure you go and do that because we're doing some exclusive trainings in there like all the time just for these amazing married entrepreneurs. Um, go ahead and look it up, Marriage Plus Entrepreneurship over in the Facebook group. 
amazing online community. Yep. All right. Y'all have a good one. Want more winning tips for your marriedpreneur life? If so, then go get your copy of our free Marriedpreneur Life Quick Start Guide. You can grab your free guide at M as in married, L as in life, quickstart.com. Inside this guide, you'll find our top 15 systems and processes that we've used to grow our multiple businesses as well as help countless marriedpreneurs kickstart and scale their vision to lead purposeful and profitable lives. We are marriedpreneurs living powerfully in sync and building amazing businesses that shape the future.